Today on Gamerhead Radio, I'd love this show if it wasn't for all the metal. Gamerhead Radio starts now. Gentlemen of Gamerhead Radio, I am Viking Jesus Mike Nemitz, the man that's about to disappear up the face of the planet for a week. Poof. But not yet. Oh. That was a poop in reverse in case it wasn't clear. <laughs> I need that as a text message, Tom. <laughs> uh, and over here is the man that's running on autopilot. The goat. Yeah. <laughs> To say the least, I have not had anything besides alcohol for three days. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I'm running with it. <laughs> rock star mode. <laughs> and over here is the man that goes, foop. <laughs> he tried to record himself as to Charlie Worthley. Candy Mountain, Charlie. Only if you ask really nicely. And buy me dinner first. Uh, I'm going to continue on with the show. Is that okay? Yes, that's fine. Okay, good. Okay, so uh, gaming industry starting to pick up. Uh, Gamescom is this coming week, which is basically the E3 for Europe, which um, a lot, lots of news is going to come out of there. Sony's already got a bunch of news that they're teasing. Microsoft is going to have things. Um, and we're not really sure what else, but it's... Uh, at this point, we're just desperate for news. So, <laughs> yeah, we're 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 definitely at that point where there's like, what the hell do I have here? Like, out of the stories, I haven't told these guys the stories like we usually do, by the way. Um, but out of these stories, um, one of them is just an announcement of a of a game. One of them is an announcement of a delay, and one of them is a teaser. Wow. So we are literally at the bottom of the wishing well. It's going to be exciting, <laughs> folks, guys. Stick around. <laughs> yeah! Gamerhead Radio. Fucking... I think I just said it's going to be an exciting folks, guys. I think is what I said. <laughs> Welcome to Gamerhead Radio, where I'm the only one that's not tired for once. <laughs> Apparently. Yay. Um, but in addition to Gamescom, uh, starting to see games pick up a little bit, at least, um... Disgaea 4 gets re-released for PS Vita, which, okay. Um, Risen 3 will come out to consoles. Um, Also, kind of uh, coming out of nowhere, Surgeon Simulator is being released on PS4. On PS4? Right? Whoa, that's a little, like, left field. We got the press release a couple days ago, and it's like, hey, this is coming out to PS4 next week. Wow, that came out of nowhere. So So the designers were bored. Clearly. And somebody has surgery. <laughs> well, you're familiar with Surgeon Simulator Go, right? Have you seen the videos for this? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it yeah. actually looks really cool. It's like, it's almost like a Trauma Center, but like real. Ridiculous. But yeah. you're yes. drunk. Yes. <laughs> you can only use one hand and you keep, you have one of those old school like Casio watches that you keep losing in your patient. You're like, whoops, that's a gift. <laughs> yes. So. The so way yeah. surgery should be done. Now, you're, now your spleen will always know what time it is. <laughs> why well, are you not this your... one, because this one doesn't have a glow button on it, so it, it, it'll... Oh. it'll... <laughs> why are you punching yourself in the chest? Eh, I had some surgery. The alarm's going off. Daylight savings time. Change. <laughs> oh, man. 
Anyway, go. Did you get? Did you get any gaming done this week? Uh, You've had a busy week. An ounce. An ounce of gaming. Yes. Which equates to what? Twenty minutes. No, about an hour. I'm sorry, and a, half. A, a, a fluid ounce or a ounce by by weight? Uh, probably a fluid ounce because that was the other hand was. Anyways, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is uh, the answer I expected. <laughs> no, yeah, I actually started uh, uh, dicking around with uh, regular show on 3ds. Uh, what am I missing? Okay, I mean, I know regular. Sh- I know what regular show is. It, I haven't it, seen okay, it, but okay, is this okay. a game? Right. That 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 response. Okay, is. A good start. Okay. <laughs> After playing it, I'm about maybe two steps back from that just to, uh. Because <laughs> it is a movie TV game. Uh-huh. It is really weak. And, but it, it's got the, like, it's, it's got the, the one thing that saved it for me is it's got the Super Mario, original Super Mario Brothers, like, gameplay. Like, uh, oh, okay. one hit, one kill. Oh, okay. Kind of thing. And it's regular show, so it's off the rails. Okay. But and it's eight bit. They get sucked into an eight bit video game. That's about okay. the only saving grace. I'm, I'm I'm hearing a lot of people saying that they wouldn't mind the game if it was made like downloadable as opposed to a full retail release. Yes, I would mm. agree with that. But it was one of those. I'm like, oh, what the hell is this? Why not? And yeah. it's living up to. Why not? <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's all I got done. <laughs> oh well, at least you got something done. Yeah. Speaking of which, Charlie, <laughs> what did you play this week? Played some more Watch Dogs. I oh, am at, um, I think, uh, about 56% overall completion, still in Chapter 2, because, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, side quests and the collectibles and whatnot. I cannot find, for the life of me, a quick, a quick question without being spoilery, the, the missing person investigations, did you finish those? Mm, no, I don't think so, no. You are not helpful. Did you finish those? Aww. No. Okay. I can't find the last one. Like, it, like, the icon is not on the map, so I'm just wondering if it doesn't show up until, like, later in the game. So, but, okay, I'll have to, whatever. Some things I did notice, though, they do unlock. As yeah, you, yeah, you, do you they? Know? Yeah, okay. I was going to say, there are definitely, like, with the, um, um, the, like, the gang convoy ones, like, I oh, got yeah. to a certain point to where they would just stop appearing. Okay. And then once I got to, like, the next chapter, then suddenly, like, I had three in a row. It's okay. like, oh, okay. They, so, can, they so, kind of yeah. funnel you back to the story for a minute. Sure. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, I put some time into that. And then uh, today, Michelle and I, um, we picked up uh, Donkey Kong, uh, uh, whatever that game is called. Um, Donkey Kong Country Tropical, Tropical Freeze? Tropical Freeze, yes, that one. I, I, mean, I almost said Frozen <laughs> Paradise, one, the, which the, was the close. The one that you almost killed each other over? So, uh, so <laughs> we, 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 we picked up the game and we're like, yeah, Donkey Kong, let's play a level. And then... Half hour later, and we hadn't gotten through that level yet, and five game overs, we said, fuck this game! And, <laughs> and that was that. I don't get it. I, I, had, I had no problem. It must be harder with pretty, two people. That's the only thing I can think is, of. Because you have to worry about like each other and stuff. But, yeah. but, I well, I, I think it's maybe, the whole... Maybe, maybe it's also because I was raised on Donkey Kong. So. Well, no, I think it's the whole uh, like Mario, Mario syndrome. Because Mario, like you and Super Mario Wii and all that, was really simple and fun. One player. Four... Nightmare. Oh God! Yes. <laughs> so I think it's just like that. More players, more problems. Kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's about it. No. Oh, well, at least you got something in. I, yep. I, I was I was really sad for the solid like month that you didn't get any. You were sad. <laughs> I mean, yes, I, I, I was sad. I, I, I appreciate that, but just imagine being in my shoes for a minute. Uh, what's the, what's the, what's the longest you've ever gone without playing a video game? Just out of curiosity. Uh, Fifteen minutes. I'm counting handheld too here. Thir- three I legitimately minutes. didn't play anything when I drove to San Diego, so, so that was five days. Okay. We were That's, driving. 
Well, yeah, but so, like, so, okay. like even, even when it wasn't my turn to drive or like when I was waiting for sound check and stuff like that, like I had my 3DS in my pocket mm-hmm. the whole time like I do for shows and yeah. stuff like that, but I was just like, yeah, okay. And I would just check to see if I got a street pass. I didn't even like funnel through the street passes. Mm. So that's the only thing I can think of. But you Go, know. what's long as you've gone? Uh, lately? <laughs> that you can At remember. All. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, probably... Like one of your tours that you took, or maybe? No, because I have my 3DS on me on that oh, tour. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I mean, <clears throat> probably three or four days, because I really wouldn't get that much time to play on tour. Sure. Obviously, I'm working, so I get days off or, like, downtime. Okay. Yeah. Um, so what I did get done this week, um, I played a little bit of Killer's Dead. Goat was kind enough to lend it to me. And y- you were right, by the way. It, there, there's a point. Like, I just, I just, I think I just finished chapter six, which is the, the, uh. Oh, you're into the weird part. Yeah. Chapter six was the one, uh, the, the, the guy with the skull and the headphones. Yeah. yeah. Victor. Yeah. Whatever his name was. Um, he was weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but he's he was... so tattooable. Oh yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> Definitely. Um, so, um, but yeah, that, that, that game doesn't even make sense, like, for Suda. Oh, yeah. But I'm really glad I'm borrowing it from you instead of buying it, because, the, A, it, it doesn't make sense even for a Suda game, and, uh, B, there seems to be some sort of perpetual problem with, like, the contrast or something, with, with like, the, the, the graphic style, like, the, the dark, have you ever seen it where, like, the darks are trying to be too dark, and then, like, the light from the television is like shining through anyway. That's not what's happening here because I messed with all the settings and went back and went to other games. I'm like, okay, this is fine. What's going on with this game? It's really hard to describe. It, it's like it's yeah. I don't. I didn't know notice anything like that. It's it's it's. I, I, I really don't know how to describe is it. Something that you could get a picture of. Yeah. You think it would show up in a in a, in a picture? It might. So yeah, I'd be curious. I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll take a picture and share it on the social medias and stuff like that. Oh. But, but actually, actually, uh, go with that. Now that I think about it, your TV was a is a plasma. Yeah, that's probably why you probably didn't notice it because yep. darks are darker on plasmas, mm-hmm. and I'm playing on an LED, so it's it's considerably stranger. Um, I mean, enjoying the game, kind of, but um, it's more of those. You, it, it definitely is a game that you're enticed to play more just to see what the hell is next. <laughs> oh, I'm only finishing it because I want... Uh, a, because I want the achievements, and B, because I want to see what the hell it comes up yeah. with next. And because, it, apparent, according to you, it'll somewhat come all together by the time the credits yeah, roll. You, you're so you're like, right yeah, in okay. the middle of it, and it, 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 you're in super weird. You will eventually come back to the standard weird. Okay. <laughs> okay, good. I, I'm really excited to get back to weird. Is something that I never thought I'd say. Um, and we have a show title. <laughs> <laughs> back to back to weird. Um, so, I, but I didn't get a chance to finish that. Goat said I'd be able to finish it in a day, and I would if it wasn't for the fact that I'm sucked into Bravely Default. I'm still playing it. I'm mm. 52 hours in. Wow. I'm on chapter 7 out of 8. That's but, rare for you to do two games at once. But the... Uh, Yes and no. I mean, it's a JRPG, so I want to do something to like cleanse my palate of the JRPG like depth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like Bravely Default is really like you know deep and stuff like that. And if I just keep playing nothing but that, I'm gonna get so burnt out. It's not even ridiculous. So and giving you Killers Dead is probably the greatest cleansing of the palate. It is because it doesn't take itself seriously whatsoever <laughs> in every aspect of the game. So it, it's it's a perfect. <laughs> 
contrast to the um, to Bravely Default. But I've kind of got to this weird part in Bravely Default that's actually kind of um, inspired our um, inspired our feature today. So, but we'll get to that in a moment. Anyway, that's what we did this week in games. Let's see what the industry did this week in games. All right, so uh, like we said, kind of a light news week, but we still got a couple things here. Uh, coming to number five, uh, have you guys heard about anything about Evolve, that weird kind of pseudo-sci-fi game that's supposed to be like four-on-one? Yes, I have. I'm supposed to pre-order it every time I go into GameStop. That's all I've heard about it. <laughs> they are pushing it like yeah. mad. I've never <laughs> like they're jamming it down. My, they're like, do you have Destiny? I'm like, yes. They're like, do you have Evolve? I'm like, no. Do you want? I'm like, no. Are you sure? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, so Evolve has been delayed till February 2015, oh. yeah. which seems to be a trend for a lot of games this fall, um, specifically to February 2015. I'm not sure if it's a... You've heard it here, folks. The, the, the gaming season has officially moved to February. <laughs> Actually, though, we had a lot of delays till February last year, too. Yeah. Did we? Yeah. Well, uh, South Park was one. Fable um, was the other. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah, there was a lot of them pushed back to February because we were all crying about, I thought October was over. Watch, Watch Dogs <laughs> wasn't pushed back to February, but it was pushed. Yeah. So, I wonder, I, I wonder if this is something like Evolve. I'm, I'm, first of all, I don't get the hype behind Evolve. Like, it looks cool, but, like, it's not... The, the most interesting thing I have to notice about the game is the amount of effort that went into the title. Yes. The, the, the logo specifically, the logo specifically yes. with the with the four letters and then the V and the one big one and they equal the same. That's the only like interesting thing I've had about the game so far. Yeah, um, really good marketing guys on this game. Um, yeah, I, I, I think the, the the concept is interesting. Correct me if I'm wrong. I haven't seen any trailers, but I've heard enough about it enough times. Mm-hmm. My my understanding is that this is the one where, like you said, it's four on one, but the one is like you're some like super powered like monster kind of a thing yes. or alien or I don't know what, yeah, but. Yeah. Um, I don't know the the, the 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 formula seems to be interesting. Like I don't think we've seen this before. At least not pushed to this with this like marketed this much. The I only guess. thing I, I can think know. of was like Left for Dead because there was the four humans and then there was, was the one or it might have been mul- multiple. If I uh, I don't remember being able to play as the zombies in Left for Dead. In the second one, you could. Oh, oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, in the second one, you could. Um, it was always the four survivors, and then I, I could be wrong. It's been a really long time since I played Left for Dead. Um, but, like, there would be one or two people that would play as the zombies, and, like, occasionally, like, they would spawn as a tank, and you'd just go to town on the survivors and stuff like that. I, I think they just kind of took that formula. It's just like, yeah, let's make a whole game about it. And like, that seems kind of a stretch. See, me, for me, it, it, it's Fuse all over again. Remember how awesome Fuse's marketing <laughs> yeah. campaign was? And how not awesome Fuse just, was? Yeah. Just kind of like, hey, you guys want co-op games. Here's yeah. a co-op game. We're, well, we're really fucking forcing co-op down your throat. Well, that and like the whole Fuse campaign, it was the same. It's, it's the exact same thing we're going through now. They don't tell you anything about the game. They're just like, pre-order, it's amazing, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what's it about? Don't worry about it. Just pre-order. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not going to pre-order something I don't know anything about. Yeah. Yeah, the, if I remember right, the big thing behind Fuse was that it was um, done by the guys who made Ratchet and Clank and yeah. Insomniac Games. And even then, like, Insomniac had this whole great image. And then when EA bought the rights to it and publishing rights and stuff like that, um, they changed the name. It was, God, the name before was like Overclocked or Overcharge or something like that. I don't remember what it was. It was, was. Overcharge. 
I, I don't remember. It was something it, really weird. Something it, was like some, a, it was something that was actually like mildly interesting, and then they changed it to Fuse, and instantly like yeah. everyone's just like, okay, now I don't care. Now it doesn't have personality anymore. And I remember playing the demo, and it didn't. I, when they changed it to Fuse, I thought there was a uh, music game from the music channel. <laughs> no kidding. So. Yeah, whatever. Oh, well, if any of you were excited about Evolve, too bad. You wait till to, February. You have to wait till February 2015. Which, where it will compete with Batman, Arkham Knight, and Witcher 3. I love that you use the word compete. So, <laughs> so proudly. It's the wrong word there. It'll be in the same building as those no, two it, games. It's still a competition. It's like when the Cubs play baseball. It's still a competition. <laughs> Nobody thinks they're going to win. <laughs> Touche. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much that. So, congrats, Evolve. You're now the Chicago Cubs of February 2015. My wife is going to kill me for that joke. <laughs> My wife said, Michelle is a diehard Cubs fan, and I'm going to get it later if she listens to this it's episode. Right. It's oh, yeah. all right. Uh, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Coming to number four. Remember a couple months ago we recorded? We recorded. We did record. Um, I remember that. We also reported on um, Assassin's Creed Unity being revealed, and there was a uh, a rumor floating around that there was another game code named Assassin's Creed Comet that all of us were kind of looking at like, huh? Yeah. Um, so that's a thing. It's not Assassin's Creed Comet. It's called Assassin's Creed Rogue. Uh, it's coming out this November, which is a really, really quick release date, even for an Assassin's Creed game. Um, you'll be playing as an assassin turned Templar in what appears to be like the Arctic Circle on a boat. Um, and it's going to be last gen exclusive. What? So only. So, so in um, other words, they've been working on this for a while. It seems like it. Because for it to come out that quickly and for it to not be touching next gen stuff, this has been in the works for a while. That that that's what I'm getting out of that. See, uh, somebody found a, something in their uh, their file. That's a good theory, but the thing that the thing that stands out to me about the trailer, I don't know if you saw the trailer or not. I have not. Well, it's entirely CG, so it's not that exciting. Okay. Um, it's half exciting. Um. They they had a big emphasis on the fact that your character just got off a boat, so I'm guessing it was like development started like somewhat goats losing it over there. Lonely Island got my head. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, somewhere I think they started development somewhere like after Assassin's Creed Three when they first started the naval stuff, and like when they got really heavy into Assassin's Creed Four where it was entirely naval stuff. But Assassin's Creed 4 was also on current-gen consoles, so... Uh, By naval, you mean belly button. That's absolutely what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I've missed a lot in the Assassin's Creed series. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. It, it's really odd that it's going to be uh, last-gen exclusive, but a lot of people are on the internet are wondering, it's like, does this mean we're going to get two yearly Assassin's Creed games now? We already have, what is it, 11 studios working on Unity. Now we're going to have, like... Ubisoft's like adopted children, like working on the last gen games. Well, from those now. housewives and house husbands got to keep themselves busy somehow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with it because now there's an exclusive. Well, yeah, you, you, you haven't, you, you haven't, uh, yeah, there's no ship yet. There's an exclusive for the councils that I still have and that everyone else has traded in since. Yeah, so I might pick, I might, I, that might be my Assassin's Creed series that I start. Yeah, is there anything that's only, is there any other like a uh, game on the same level of uh, you know popularity or whatever 
uh, that's coming out this 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 holiday season that's not on next gen no yeah I, I, I mean i'm i'm running down the list of everything dragon ages even like skylanders and disney infinity are and um you know halo obviously is otherwise they wouldn't be putting out the collection for it and stuff like that and, 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 and just stuff like that so all of the yeah it, it's all like if nothing else it's multi-platform like you'll be able to get it on last gen and current sure, gen stuff sure, sure. um i mean the only the only thing i could think of that even comes close is like you know the tales games like tales of zillia 2 comes out next week which is ps3 exclusive um and whatever the next tales game that has the weird title that i can't remember how to pronounce um coming out next year is ps3 exclusive i mean not oh, on okay. the same level as assassin's creed by any means but it's still a major ish game that's okay. going to be last gen exclusive um but you know, whatever. I, I the thing I'm worried about is that I think this is going to take place of like the handheld Assassin's Creed titles because the handheld Assassin's Creed titles weren't great. I mean, Liberation on the Vita was okay, but it still wasn't great for an Assassin's Creed game. Actually, that makes a lot of sense. I wonder if this is, has been in, in developed. I wonder if this has been in development to be this year's handheld release, and then somebody and they just upscaled it. Yeah, they basically said, you know what, these aren't doing so well. Let's put it on a console. Well, I mean, it's on the Vita, so I mean. You know, it's it's like, oh, is it going to be on the Vita? Too? Well, no, no, no. I'm, no, I'm just oh. saying all the handhelds that they've had, it's always been on the Vita. Right, right, right yeah. Then there's Which, like what twelve people who own a Vita. Yeah. <laughs> so proudly, two of them. <laughs> yeah, that's um, that that's another good that that's another theory that I would put uh, put some weight towards. Interesting. Who knows? We, we Assassin's Creed. Um, what is it? I lost it already. Assassin's Creed Rogue. It might not even be a retail title. I mean, we're assuming it is. It could be downloadable for all we know. Uh, Ubisoft hasn't revealed yet, so yeah, that's true. Yeah, we'll see. The other thing I caught about um, that this is, um, you know, apparently that remember that survey that Ubisoft did um, last year talking about like what would you like to see happen in Assassin's Creed games yeah, and yeah. Uh, things like that. Mm -hmm. um, apparently, a lot of that has actually come true um, because they asked <laughs> about one of the questions in that is like, would you like to play like as a Templar? And so that has come true. Um, there's um, a lot of the questions they asked about, like... Um, well, yeah, you played the first half of Assassin's Creed 3. You got to play as a Templar. You just didn't know it. It's different. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, um, they asked about, you know, doing more, like, co-op stuff. They asked about being able to go into, like, buildings more and things like that. And so a lot of the things from that survey yeah, have ended up coming true. All, yeah. all of those are coming true. Well, good on Ubisoft, at least. I really hope Square Enix starts to catch on to that, too, because they did a... Um, they did a survey about Kingdom Hearts a couple months ago that I was really excited about, particularly when they asked, what do you want to see in collector's editions? And I said, everything ever. Um, but then you wouldn't be able to buy it because it would cost 90 bajillion dollars. I don't think that's a number, Charlie. Exactly. <laughs> they would need to make up a new number for how much it would cost. And there's only one of them. Take that, Saints Row. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, Assassin's Creed Rogue. We'll see how it goes. It'll probably skip my lineup because, you know, <laughs> fall games. Anyway, coming in at number three, we just talked about GameStop a lot last episode, but apparently they're doing more things. Um, GameStop has confirmed that they're going to be overhauling their trade-in system entirely um, by making it considerably easier to keep track of your bonuses in that there are not going to be any more bonuses. 
Um, oh, the power-up rewards are going away? No, those are still going to be there. Oh, okay. But the whole, like, 40 extra percent if you trade this in toward uh, trade in your old copy of Madden for your new copy of Madden, or 30% extra if you trade this in for any used game, all those are going away entirely. So the payout's going to be the payout, and that's it. So the payout's going to be a payout. You'll get an extra bump if you're a Power Up Rewards Pro member, but that's it. And then I think I also saw that if you take store credit over cash, you, you get more. Well, that's credit. always been the case. I know, but it still will be the right. case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, but they're getting rid of the bonuses, they say, in order to raise the trade-in values by, they said, as at an average of about 20%, which means... That that copy of NBA 2K13 that you traded in for a dollar is now worth a dollar twenty. You fool! <laughs> Should have waited. It was the tax I needed. Yeah. <laughs> Only twenty cent tax. What are you buying? A candy bar? <laughs> no, I was buying uh, NHL '97. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I love how it's always sports games that people default to jokes about low trade-in values. I wonder what the game industry thinks of this, because it appears that GameStop is pushing more people to buy used games, which the game industry is not really a fan of. Because that means that less money in the gaming industry, more money in GameStop's pocket, and yeah, it's... it's... Well, see, here's the thing, though. If you, if, you, if you get more credit for the used games, then perhaps you'll use them on new games. It's a stretch and not a guaranteed thing, but mm, yeah. it's a possibility. Actually, I know a lot of people who do that system. Yeah. They'll buy the brand new game, they'll beat it that week, and they'll trade it in as soon as possible to get their most money to buy next week's new release. Yeah, I did that. Sure. Yeah. I did that for a really long time back when... Well, I still do that, but you know, it's... it's but yeah, especially how quickly I go through games. I mean, I'm smarter now where I'll borrow them or rent them or wait for them to go on sale and stuff like that. But back like five years ago, like I would buy a game, play it in two days, and just like trade it in. And it's like, all right, I got 30 bucks back. It was a $30 rental for two days. It was a really bad idea. So, yeah. well, you know. So, yeah, GameStop is... Uh... <laughs> Did GameStop get a new CEO? This is a lot of changes they're making in a short amount a of time. Of well, see, here's the thing. I'm fairly certain, and I don't have the numbers in front of me to prove this, but I saw some talk that GameStop's like stock was dipping. Mm. So they're probably just kind of looking like let's spice this up here or let's do better over here or let's do this. Let's let's, I think GameStop is trying to become more, more and more legitimate in the, in the retail sense because everyone still sees them as a specialty store and they mm. are, but sure. you know, if nothing else over the past few years, like with them now carrying like tablets and iPods and stuff like that, I think they're trying to get more like into the electronic sector, which means they're trying to compete with like Best Buy and, Kind of H.H. Greg and stuff like that. So maybe this is all just laying the groundwork for that. Hmm. Suddenly we'll start seeing massive GameStop stores and they're not like they're and then suddenly they won't carry games anymore because hey, it's not profitable. And then it's just Best Buy all over again. Refrigerator stop. (laughs) Can I trade in this used refrigerator? Uh, we'll give you 60 cents for it. <laughs> oh, I don't know. But if you trade it in for this new refrigerator, yeah. you'll get 80 cents. Yeah. <laughs> and if you get this new freezer with it, it's $1.30. Oh, man, you guys drive a hard bargain. Now, are you a Power Up Rewards member? <laughs> no. Uh, if you sign up, we'll give you an extra dollar. And you'll also get a year subscription to Fridge Informer. <laughs> <laughs> 
digital only. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm going to. I'm probably not when I say this because I never do. I'm going to go home and Photoshop a cover for Fridge Informer. Just <laughs> make make sure you put the appliance uh, uh, appliance pro card next to it. <laughs> okay. You know, we joke, but in 30 years, this is going to be a thing, and all of us are going to look back on it and it's just like, huh, should have bet money on that. Good thing it's recorded, prior art. Yeah! <laughs> We're going to cash in on royalties in our 70s. That's the best time to cash in on royalties, because I don't want to do anything. Um, coming in number two, news that if Charlie heard, probably made him cry. Um, I keep going. Uh, so, major departure in the gaming industry this week a casey hudson one of the lead guys from bioware and particularly the main guy behind the mass effect series has left bioware um, i've never heard his name before so it's not affecting me <laughs> um until mass effect 4 racers comes out <laughs> that will affect me <laughs> unless it's good he'll still play it oh yeah but it'll affect can you imagine <laughs> hang on forget the story for a second can you imagine <laughs> You get to make your own Commander Shepard, and you're driving around in a little, like, cart version of the Mako? No, it'd have to be F-Zero. They've style. already confirmed that the Mako will be conf- will be returning in the next Mass Effect. Oh, my God, we might have stumbled onto something. Mass Effect, aye, 4, aye, Mass aye. Effect 4 is a cart racer. <laughs> <laughs> With three alternate endings. Now I'm crying, thanks. <laughs> That's why they haven't been showing us anything, because they don't want to show up as a kart racer. And they don't want to tell you that this ending is better than the original three. There's three finish lines, but all You of get them. to the end of the track if you take the blue route. <laughs> Your decisions the will come into... The red route turns you around so you can destroy all the racers behind you. <laughs> <laughs> the green route just paints your car green. <laughs> Choose wisely, because your decisions will affect Kart Racer 2. <laughs> so, EA, we're available for consul- consultations if you want to make Mass Effect Kart Racer. I think, I think that's actually uh, the, the gamer had green light. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, I saw that. Yeah, we're, we're officially going to be calling our, uh, our, whatever, our ideas, our rantings, our... Genius, yeah. Gamerhead Greenlight, so, so or, so, or GGL. So I'm, uh, let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. So what, what was the gentleman's name? Casey Hudson. Casey Hudson. What did he do on the Mass Effect series? Uh, All of it. The, he was the lead designer, so he's the brains behind the Mass Effect series. Oh, that's unfortunate. Did, Especially since Mass Effect Four is currently in full production, allegedly. Does, yeah. <laughs> Any mention of why he left? I'm I'm sorry, folks. Normally, I'm I'm more informed in the stories going in, but this this week, like I, we I'm, mentioned, I'm the only I'm, one that's apparently running on all cinders, cinders, cylinders cinders. this weekend. Okay, maybe. actually, you got one down. <laughs> one down. No, no, cinders. Viking kind of fits a little bit better. Hey, but anyways, let's go with uh, that. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, did it say why he left? He hasn't given a reason, um, but given that Bioware is slowly distancing itself from what it used to be as far as like people leaving like one of the founders left earlier this year i don't remember his name but i know we reported oh, yeah, yeah. on it um i would assume it's kind of like hey, hey, no, 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 no. Here, here i got it all these people are leaving from bioware all these people are leaving from naughty dog clearly bio dog <laughs> i was gonna say naughty wear but i like yours better um, <laughs> no i like yours better <laughs> i think naughty wear is already on nme.com yeah um <laughs> 
Clearly, they're going to make a Mass Effect and Uncharted crossover that's not called Mass Effect and Uncharted because they're going to team up. Oh, Mass Charted, yeah. <laughs> or Un-Effect. <laughs> that's as bad as Evolve. <laughs> anyway... So yeah, Casey Hudson left Bioware. Um, also, um, he's not just the guy who did the Mass Effect series. Of everything of note that Bioware started over the past 15 years, like uh, Jade Empire and uh, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, he was the lead on all of those. Oh, those are good games. Yeah, they were very good games. Um, well, let's hope he finds somewhere nice and cozy to do his business at a nice and cozy place. I, I have a bit of a, um, I have a bit of a theory. Okay. So immediately after this news broke on Twitter, um, of course, I see Cliff Blazinski, who's started his own company in Bosky Productions, um, of course, chiming in about it and saying he's not the only developer, the high name, big name developer that's going to be leaving companies. What if these guys are leaving to join Cliff's company? Because that, that's that's what I read from that tweet. Yeah. Yeah. A super company. Of like a all super the, group of yeah. like the high celebrity developers and stuff like that. Have we ever, nuts. Has that ever happened? Um, I mean, there's been like collaborations between companies, but I can't think of like celebrity developers that have like come together. If that happens, though, Charlie's gonna be the happiest man ever because the free-to-play games are gonna be just phenomenal. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I'm good with that. <laughs> Um, I mean, the only things I can think of is like you know, it was um, it was Shadows of the Damned actually where. Um, the music was done by Akira Yamaoka, who does like Silent Hill and I think all of Suda's games and stuff like that. Um, it was a Suda game, and it was like um, it was like one of the artists from the Resident Evil series or something like that. So that was a big collaboration. Uh, Project Cross Zone, which you guys right remember as the game that took me a fucking month to beat last year, um, was a collaboration between Sega, Capcom, and Namco. Um, which aren't specific people, but it's still three big names that are working together. So this could be the first time we've seen actual like celebrity developers come together, if my theory is correct, which it probably isn't, but who knows? Anyway, coming at number one, you guys remember Sierra? (laughs) Yes, I do. Seriously, King's Quest fan, yes. Um, so Activision is teasing a return of the Sierra brand. Goat's already burying his head in his mic and looks like he's fake crying slash laughing. It's, that's a horrible idea. Um, so Activision posted some sort of trailer that's just teasing. That's it, it doesn't show you anything except it's got like a remade like Sierra logo and. At best, this means that we're going to have continuations of like King's Quest and Space Quest and 3D Ultra Mini Golf. But and Goat is doing his little happy dance over there in his King's chair. Quest Nine could actually finally be finished. <laughs> um, at worst, um, this means that we're going to see something similar to what happened to Atari in the late '90s and early 2000s, where it's just going to become a brand. And they're going to slap it on games that they think are appropriate for the Sierra name. Because remember, remember, Atari was sold off like in the late 80s or, or mid to late 80s. The, like the company itself was sold off. And then years later, I don't remember the company that bought the rights to it. It was probably like Codemasters or something stupid. Um, they bought the... No, I, I know something it was bigger. It was something bigger, but it, whatever. Um, 
they bought the rights to the Atari name and stuff like that just to be, be able to slap it on stuff. I think it was Activision. Because I remember, I remember getting the Frogger game, the remastered Frogger yeah. game on my PC, and I'm pretty sure Activision was on top of that. It might have been Activision. I don't know. I, I, I don't like Activision, so I don't, I don't like to remember their business practices. Um, so, yeah, fans of old-school uh, PC games or 3D Ultra Mini Golf will... If they do it that way, I'm okay with it. Because then they can bring back these old tiles like Atari did with like the Frogger and the Pongs and the, and, and new 3D fun, awesome, or whatever like that. And if they make a King's Quest that may or may not look like Fable or Witcher, <laughs> I may or may not be excited about it. Until King's Quest becomes a yearly release and it ends up having very tiny incremental changes year by year. You do realize there's eight of them, and that's what they were. Yeah, but it was easier to, to develop back then. Yeah. Now, now, now can, can I do you really want King's Quest to become the next Assassin's Creed? Sure, because I don't play Assassin's Creed. I need one. <laughs> okay, I guess, I guess it's a, I guess it's a valid. Let point. me relive my childhood, please. <laughs> Side note: um, I don't know why I keep reverting back to 3D Ultra Mini Golf as my key <laughs> Sierra title. Um, I, well, I do. I, back in the day, um, do, you have a, do you have a bad addiction to mini golf? <laughs> No, it was it was it was a game that was on my computer that, that like I remember the was that every computer. Yeah, that and pinball. No, not that this one wasn't that and Galaxy Pinball. That was um, no, this was like a stupid ten dollar game at Target that I thought was like the greatest thing ever. And I do the whole like you know I install it, I get home, I play it. I thought it was the greatest thing ever. And I remember the logo because there were a lot of times where the game would freeze on the logo, and then like. Fifteen years later, I looked back on the company Sierra, and it's like, oh, they've done some big things besides 3D Ultra Mini Golf. Yeah, I um, I happen to pull up a list here, um, uh, and I am now remembering just how big they really were. Um, they were originally involved in uh, Crash Bandicoot and Spyro. Uh, of course, we mentioned uh, King's Quest and Space Quest, uh, Legion Suit Larry, uh, the Adventures oh, right. of the Adventures of Willie Beamish, which I kind of remember. Uh, huh? The Shivers series, the Gabriel Knight series, the Phantasmagoria series, the Quest oh. for Glory series, Police Quest, SWAT, Half Life, um, Counter Strike. Uh, so apparently, uh, so what? Um, uh, uh, they apparently worked with Valve. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and Homeworld is the one on the list that that really oh, jumped out at me. Okay. I loved that game very, very, very much. That that definitely brings it back. I remember the split because it was. FPS was id, mm-hmm. not FPS was Sierra. That was literally the split back yeah. then. Interesting. I completely about, forgot about Phantasmagoria. That game yeah. was phenomenal. It was yeah. all video clips. Mm-hmm. It was a horror game. <laughs> I remember. It was like I, I remember getting it. It was like thirteen discs or something stupid. I was like, <laughs> what? And they're like, oh, you have to put them in individually. You can't fully install this game. I'm like this game's uh, bigger than PC game. Yeah. Well, no, I was looking at it. I'm like this game's bigger than. <laughs> My entire computer. Yep. Yes, I can't install this. <laughs> it's not a joke. Wow. I'm kind of... Part of me is glad I didn't get sucked into Sierra games, but now part of me is wondering if... You missed some good ones. I will be once suddenly they sh- all show up on oh. Steam next week. Do you do um, RTS games? Mm, I do. I don't play a Homeworld lot of them. is phenomenal. They just... Um, the, last year, there was a Kickstarter for like a new Homeworld, yeah, I think. Yeah, I don't remember if it went... I, I'm, I'm sure it did go through. I just don't remember that it did. Man. Um, by go through, I mean get funded. Because, um, I mean, yeah, they, they, they had a pretty big fan base behind that game. But yeah, it was... Uh, the thing I loved about it was that it was, you know, it was a, it was a space RTS. Yeah. Um, but 
there was zero interface. So like all you ever saw on the screen was just the space. It's like, like the map. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, there was no like health bars and stuff like around your screen. Like it was just yeah, it was very, very, very cool. Interesting. I might look up. I might look into it when I get home. I mean, I won't play it because it's probably not available anywhere, and I don't like to pirate games. But you know. Um, so anyway, yeah. Like I said, light news week. I think our conversation was more. Hey, you remember this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very nostalgic news week. <laughs> oh, whatever. Anyway, and with that, I'm trying to figure out a transition. I can't think of a transition. On to the feature. Thanks, Charlie. <laughs> okay, so I've got a quick story for you guys. Um, since I was talking about Bravely Default earlier, so I'm, I'm like I mentioned earlier in the show, I'm at chapter seven of eight. Um, apparently, starting from chapter five onwards, um, you can totally screw everything up and get the fake ending, which. The game really kind of nudges you towards. I'm not going to give away any spoilers. And so obviously. you don't mean bad ending? You mean fake ending? I'm confused. Um, well, I'm fake ending, bad ending, not and the non-canon ending. Okay. Um, I like to go with fake ending because a sequel has already been confirmed. So. <laughs> oh, and this ending would not leave room for the sequel. Correct. Gotcha. Um. So, so I'm, I'm playing the game. I get, I get past chapter four. I get into chapter five, and I'm like, wait a minute. I remember someone somewhere saying that once you get to chapter five, everyone really hates the game at that point. For the rest of the game? For the rest of the game. Oh. And so I'm like, okay, I'm doing pretty good now. Let's go look it up. And so I, I remember reading it. It was on uh, Jason Schreier's review on Kotaku, because he's a JRPG nerd, and I trust him with JRPG things. Um... And I go through the review and stuff like that, and then I see in bold letters, uh, spoilers for a, a structure or bravely default follow below, which, okay, spoilers for the structure, not the story, I don't care. Um, but if you do, hey, spoiler alert for the structure of bravely default in the next five minutes. Pew, pew, pew. Thank you. That was my spo- <laughs> spoiler alert alarm. <laughs> Your spoil bot? Yeah. <laughs> We have a new nickname for Charlie. Um, no, 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 no. Getting a plaque na- made, little heading right there. Um, anyway, so I'm re- so I'm rereading the review, and there's a paragraph, and it says after you get to chapter, um, the, the first four chapters, you have to um, purify these crystals so that like the sea will stop being rotten, and the wind will start flowing again, and the magma won't envelope the world and envelop, not envelope. Wow, um, won't in- envelope. Won't cover the world. Um, Envelop. Shut up. (laughs) If it fits, it ships. (laughs) (laughs) That's a throwback. Um, So you're supposed to purify these crystals so the world doesn't end. And it's like, okay, Square Enix JRPG, that's about par for the course. And they're like, but once you get to chapter five, you have to do this several more times. And I'm like... What? And so I, I go through chapter 5 not thinking anything of it, and it's like, okay. It should be noted that at, that at the end of chapter 5, there's a, a, like an event that occurs and a boss battle and stuff like that. Again, I'm not giving away anything too specific. But once you start at chapter 5, it starts out exactly the way the game started. Like you just said, When you say exactly the same, what do you mean? Um, it's, it, it's really memorable because you wake up in an inn... In, in like a, a a city, okay, obviously, and it starts off with the innkeeper going, "Ning, warning, 
Good morning. And it does that. And so it's really memorable. So when you first get to chapter five, like, and it does this, and you're like, the hell did I just do? Like, it, it messes with you for a second. Yeah. You're like, what did I do? Like, and then you start to notice, like, it's like, okay. And so you keep playing through the game. And sure enough, you have to go purify the crystals again. So okay. Like a Groundhog Day scenario? Like, I'm confused. I, it's, well, I, again, I'm not trying to give anything okay. All too right. much away. Yeah. And then you have to do it again. And again. And there's, there's, there's story reasons for this. But, but you still have to do it. <laughs> but it's so ridiculous. Ridiculously repetitive. Like I'm, I'm, I'm literally staring at the game. Like this would be the worst. Go, going back and redoing parts of a game, I think, is the absolute worst way to artificially lengthen a game. Yes, artificial backtracking is the worst. But here's the thing: Bravely Default is probably the best written game I've played in the last five years. Okay, Can we just <laughs> hang on. I... I'm going to ask you guys what you think about this. Can we just put up a general spoiler warning? If you care about this game, stop listening, because I need more information right now. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Yeah, we can just... Okay. We'll just yeah. do a spoiler if warning. You care, if you care about Bravely Default, stop listening, because we're, we're just going to talk about it openly now. What the hell is going on? <laughs> Are you traveling back in time, or... Well, see, at first... Do you have a DeLorean? <laughs> uh, no, but you have a... A ship the size of a city. No bunnies on it? No. Does it have gullwing doors? I'm sorry? Does it have gullwing doors? It does not. Okay. So no bunnies, no no gullwing doors, which is a normal flying ship. Okay, I got it. <laughs> I'm just trying to picture the ship in my head. Um, so, the way... It, I, I haven't finished the game yet, so I'm not sure how it goes. But the way this is going is that... And all the characters realize, it's like, wait a minute... We did this already, and so it's kind of self-aware. But it's but the thing, little things are different. Like the first time you purify the crystals, the innkeeper is like totally like, you know, really nice and like heartwarming and caring and stuff like that. And then once you enter chapter five, he's a little bit more. His exact words are, "I need you to get out of the inn because I don't trust strangers." You're a Star Trek Next Generation fan. N n no. But you gave me an Enterprise. I know. He's a Lego fan. That. <laughs> it was a freebie. <laughs> Go, you're a Star Trek. <laughs> so you haven't played the game, so you can't tell me if I'm right or not. But I'm, yeah. you know I'm hearing a lot? Uh, mm. I believe I can't, uh, the episode name is escaping me right now. But you remember the episode where the Enterprise kept on blowing up over and over and over again? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's sounding like that. Yeah. Um, well, it's also sounding a lot like Groundhog Day, too. Where he... It's the well, same but, thing, but different. But it, 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 the difference is that, like, in the in the Next Generation episode, I think it was cause and effect or something like that. Um, right. The um, it's like the episode starts with the Enterprise something happening. Like the episode opens and like, red, you know, red, red, you know, red alert's going off. Things are in chaos and the Enterprise blows up. Everybody's dead. Aww. Credits roll, and then it comes back in. Now it's uh, apparently like a week earlier or whatever. And then you watch the events now that lead up to that moment blowing up again. Commercial break, <laughs> and it starts over. And now it's like it starts all over again. People are like, wait a second. I feel like we've done this before. And then like it takes like a couple times through this loop for people to realize. It's like every time they go through it again, they sort of remember a little bit more about that they've done it before. And then eventually they're able to realize that they were in like a temporal causality loop and figure out how to get themselves out of it. 
So this is similar to that. Okay. Uh, the, the I was worried that the, the way you were describing it, it sounded like the characters weren't aware of what was going on. And then you said, wait, I feel like we've done this before. And then it, yeah, they did. They, 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 then they were aware yeah. of what was going on. Okay. So that's what's going on here. Okay. Like, and they they get explanations, and it's kind of, it's a little bit. I, I still don't quite understand it, mostly because I haven't finished the game. But it, it's like. Every time you purify the crystals and go into this, uh, it's called the Holy Pillar, which is literally just a giant fucking thing of light coming from the sky. Um, you enter like a, an alternate dimension of sorts. Okay. And you just start back from when this cataclysmic event happened at the beginning of the game where an entire city was was eaten up by the ground. Okay. But each time, everything is different. Like, it's not it's not even like doing the same thing over and over. It's... Something is different. Like the second time you go through the world, you know, the innkeeper is angry and they don't know what's going on at this point. And so like there was this kid that they saved from one city and brought to this innkeeper to like for the innkeeper to watch after him. And they're like, hey, where's this kid? And they're like, I don't know what you're talking about. I've never I've never had a kid here. And so it's like just little things like that. You get to the third time. And all your counterparts, because apparently each subsequent world has your characters running around somewhere doing things. Um, your counterparts have all died by the time you get there. So you're hmm. actually given the choice, the, not an actual in-game choice, but the characters are given a choice to take their places and live in peace or to keep going on with their story and stuff like that. It's confusing, and it explains the repetition pretty well, even if the repetition is still, like... I don't want to do this again. Like I've 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 purified the crystals four times now. I only have one more left, and I'm really excited to get that last one out of the way just so I can see how the story ends and stuff like that. Do they at least mix it up enough so that it doesn't I it sounds like no from the way you're talking about they it. They mix but. it up they mix it up for the most part. The thing is that all the all the side bosses that you get your extra like abilities from and stuff like that, they respawn every world you get to and you don't need to fight them, but there are there are dialogue changes in some of them but not in all of them that you get more of the story. So it's kind of weird where you feel like you're obligated, but like you might fight one boss and he's the exact same as the last one, just with 3,000 HP higher. And then you might fight another one and he might be like totally cowardly, whereas in the last world he was totally like, yeah, fuck you guys. I'm going to, you know, rip off your head and shit down your neck, you know, stuff like that. And then, oh, see, that doesn't sound so bad, at least if it's like. You know, like, but still, the, the fact that you have to redo these things well, yes. over and over again, yeah. I think, and I think one of the things that's holding back Bravely Default is that it's a handheld title, because mm -hmm. I can, because if it was a, if it was a full blown like console release, like they would have been able to do actual cutscenes as opposed to just you know like the characters standing there and talking to one another. I mean, there's voice acting, and the voice acting is actually really good, but the scenes aren't interesting. You know what I mean? Right. So, and all of this has spawned my idea for today's feature. That was a really long setup, but whatever. <laughs> um, all of this has spawned my idea for today's feature where have, have you guys ever played a game where just like everything is on par, like the gameplay is perfect, the, the, the aesthetics are great, the writing is great, and but this repetitive... You know, crystal purifying is just like bogging down the game for me. Have, have you have you guys ever had a game like that? And I actually I kind of have an idea that Goat does in Fable. How so? Just because just because you love Fable, like we've mm -hmm. established that. Yeah. 
But, like, I remember when uh, Fable Anniversary came out, and you and I agreed on this, where, like, everything's great, like, the, the, you know, it, it's charming, it's great, it, it's it's got the, the really cool world and stuff like that, but, man, those gameplay mechanics. Yeah, but that was also, I wouldn't say that, that was more a bad reboot, I would call that, because yeah. they were that bad the first time, they just didn't fix them the second time. Well, also, did, I mean, did you feel, what Mike's describing, did you feel like that the first time you played it through it? No. No? Oh, okay. No, because I didn't know any better. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I yeah. wouldn't consider that. I, yeah, like, I guess you're right. I'd more consider, like, Majora's Mask. Well, what was it that, uh, what was it about Majora's Mask? The that? whole time, day, <laughs> thing, you, you, that, the whole game was just like, yeah. And you just went back and did laps through this little area. I, I would just like to describe for the listeners. While Goat was struggling to find the words <laughs> to express what he was just saying, uh, he was molding some of the most intricate clay pots I, on one of those spinning platforms I have ever seen. <laughs> I almost made Mike spit his root beer out. Sorry about that. No, don't be sorry. It's your gear. Yeah. I um, figured that would be fitting since I was looking for rupees. <laughs> Um, I actually agree with you completely on Majora's Mask. I had a conversation with um, uh, a friend of the show, Kyle Gatto, who runs Save Continue, and was supposed to be on today, but he had other engagements. Um, he's running somewhere, I heard. Yeah, he's he's um, he's currently gone insane, which for him is normal, but for us it's insane. Um, something about you know marrying a body pillow, pillow a bayonet, whatever. Um, so, uh, and he and I had a conversation. We we had the age-old debate between Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. There's no debate there. Well, see, here, here, here's the thing. Because he took the side of Majora's Mask, and I took the side of Ocarina of Time. And I said, I would take the side of Majora's Mask because I think it's better written. I like the music better. I like the world better. I like the story better. I like everything better, except for that fucking time limit. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't... I, I love to play through games and just explore and, and take my time and see every little nook and cranny. I, when there was a time limit, even if I have plenty of time and I can technically go back to the start and do the thing over again, I still feel rushed. And my biggest thing with it is with Majora's Mask was we came off of Ocarina. Like every other Zelda game, you're free to go, wander, wander, wander. And then you put this on me and it's really repetitive and it's really... I'm like, any other game, I might have tolerated it, but... You put Zelda on it now, and I won't tolerate that because this is not a Zelda game. Right. Precisely what I was going to ask is that you know you, you know, I, I'm wondering if if Majora's Mask wasn't a Zelda game, if you didn't go in wanting to go explore the world and like spend all this time there and like do all these different things, if you were just going in, it was a fresh IP. All that aside, if it wasn't a Zelda game, would it have bothered you as much? Well, see, I'm I'm kind of reminded of. Um... Uh, you guys are familiar with I know Goat is I'm not sure if Charlie is um, Ego Raptor and his sequelitis videos mm. um, so first of all you should watch them you'd really enjoy them okay um, yes. he, he, he recently put out um, one that was supposed to be A Link to the Past versus um, Ocarina of Time where he's comparing the two and uh, like saying you know which one's better and stuff like that Goat did you see that video? no I'm a little you, behind you should it's really good um well, so is he. It took him like eight years to make that one video. Okay. Um, so, and the point he makes was that Zelda was created initially, like even back to the original game on the NES, where it was made with exploration in mind. Like you were supposed to go here and like you start the game, you go in this cave, this guy gives you a sword, and you're supposed to have the idea of, 
well, maybe if I go into other caves, there might be other things, like other swords and things like that. Charlie, what about you? Can you think of any games that like you you loved completely, except for like one, like 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 if you were having a fantastic meal and the entire meal was great, except for the fact that it was just a little too cold, and it wasn't supposed to be cold. Well, when you put it that way, no. My my initial answer was going to be um, when I took the question was simply like, what is a game that you loved except for one thing? Well, my answer, I mean, yeah, that's that's. Well, okay, so so my answer to that question would have been Final Fantasy Thirteen, which I I love Final Fantasy Thirteen except for the linearity. Um, you and everyone that isn't me. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, so you know, it wasn't um, you know as small of a detail as as what you were just just asking me. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, I, I know that's a really popular answer, and um, I think somebody else uh, one that somebody else made, but. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I liked the characters, I liked the world, I, I like pretty much everything about it, except for the game. So, you know. <laughs> I'm right there with you. Yeah. Um, wow. I you like know. this game, but I don't like this game. I like everything this game could have been. I love the movie that happens between these game parts. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no, no. You're talking about Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> no, I like those game parts, too. Okay. Um... Yeah, I, it's um, I, I'm 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 trying to think of another example. I I know exactly the kind of thing that you're talking about, but I'm just a you know I'm things don't let, bother let, me let, very much. So I've noticed. Let me yeah. let, let me rephrase this slightly. Um, has there ever been a game that you hated to play but you couldn't stop? Final Fantasy Thirteen. Uh, <laughs> okay, aside from Final Fantasy Thirteen, you know I had a really hard time getting through Prey. I can't. Yeah. Tell, I can't tell you why. I mean, it wasn't a very long game, and there were a lot of really neat mechanics in it. Mm-hmm. Like I liked the anti gravity stuff. I liked the uh, you know portals before they were portals stuff. I mean, like they, they, they had a lot of original stuff going on in that game. But I just had the hardest time getting through it. Um, I, I couldn't tell you why, but I mean, you know, th- that was a game that I really didn't want to finish, but I made myself because Prey 2 was announced, and that teaser trailer for Prey 2 looked fantastic, and then Prey 2 hasn't happened in the three years since then, but whatever. You missed you miss the, the answer I thought you were going to say. I missed sh- the what, sorry? I, I thought you were going to say uh, the Assassin's Creed, what was it, 3 that you were just oh, beating yourself well, through? yes. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, yes, I wiped that from my memory. Thanks for bringing that back up. Um, the one where yeah. they just hooked you up to the game and drug you behind it. <laughs> That is definitely a game where I, I loved the game except for the main character. That would be the one aspect of that game that I just could not stand. Yeah, I, I'm minor detail with you then. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you only <laughs> play as him through half the game. <laughs> yeah, when, when you when you don't really just don't give a crap about the main character and his motivations and intentions, it's really hard to become invested in the rest of the game. Um, but yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm just I'm just getting this image of like. Home fry with his hood up and all this, and then and like some sort of like dialogue. And Charlie's like, suicide, suicide. <laughs> nope, not this time. Um, badly wounded. We'll go with that. Yeah. <laughs> That's not how Assassin's Creed works at all. <laughs> but but I, I take your point. <laughs> if I kill him now, will the game in? Will I get credits? <laughs> no, I tried that. Jumped off many a cliff. It just restarted. Well, you also thought you were Batman, so. <laughs> Wow! <laughs> I have to shake your hand after that one. That was, that was wow. Okay, that was very well done. Your memory is insane today, which is 
No, I can't remember where I live, but I can remember stupid <laughs> shit like that for life. <laughs> My memory is special. <laughs> wow. Song lyrics from 86? Yeah. What I did 10 minutes ago? Not nothing. You were here. Yeah. I haven't recorded. Yeah. yeah. I'd have to listen to the recording to make sure. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah. Well, well let's... Uh... By the way, I can't wait to not play that new WWE game. God damn it, Charlie. <laughs> I should make him play it anyway. That would have been a great answer for Charlie. He'd be like, yeah, I played the WWE thir- or 14. <laughs> if I was into wrestling, I probably wouldn't have hit the game so much. <laughs> <laughs> Just to give a little bit more meat to this conversation and look at the problem from another angle. How do you deal with that? I mean, so like, so like with this you, issue... You with become a masochist. <laughs> <laughs> Go. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, stick with me. For the first time, VJ's the weird one. I just, uh, and, and everybody knows me on this show. If you haven't, you, I'm usually the weird one. Yeah. I would hit the eject button, <laughs> carefully remove said disc, put it back in the case, and take it to my GameStop when they put the new trade-ins up to get the most of my money. I, and you know what? I, that, I completely believe that that is the answer because you have whether or not literally or not virtually done that with the Arkham games. You uh-huh. love everything about Batman, but you don't yeah. like I can't the... miss that one. That's like, yeah, it's probably my clutch. The hugest Batman. The guy wearing the Dark Knight shirt tonight yeah. hates all three Batman games. And I will automatically say I hate the new one because I hated the last three. Because of the open world? Was that what it was? Yeah, I just like the open world and just I it, I couldn't get it. I, I, I wanted to love those games. I really did. I just... If it wasn't a game, I probably would have loved it. <laughs> so, 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 Goat's way of dealing is to stop playing. Yes. Um, Mike's way of dealing is to cut himself <laughs> or something. No, no, it's to, it's to <laughs> keep... no, no, no. We're just gonna, we're, we're going with that. You always um, have masochism. Yeah, I'm just stubborn. <laughs> I am just monumentally, impossibly stubborn. Like the, no, oh, really? What about that... with games? No. <laughs> <laughs> so, see, I, and then we've seen this with the Assassin's Creed. I hate this game. I loathe this game. But, but fuck this game. I'm gonna finish game. it. It's like that whole one-up thing. Like fuck see, you, game. I beat you. See, see, that's how I am. That that that's one of the only things that's getting me through bravely default. Was besides the fact that I want to see how the story ends. But it's like I, I applaud it. Like like with kill like with Killer is dead. Like I don't want to play it because it's like. Up to here with weird levels. Uh, that's six five for the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to finish it because I can finish it. I know I can finish it. Yes, yeah, and I wanted to finish it because I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like I just saw, huh? Where are we going from here? That doesn't help. That doesn't. Okay, farther, farther. Oh, we're done. Okay, I. Yeah. No idea what happens. <laughs> Maybe if I play the game in reverse in Spanish. <laughs> but see, games like that I get into, like with that, because it's weird, whatever, and I get into that whole like Howard Stern syndrome. But if it, I, if I, no, I have low, you guys know my tolerance. Like, I seriously stop playing Watch Dogs because I'm like, no, this doesn't intrigue me anymore. I will pick you up. Maybe you go right next to GTA 5, which I did not finish on the, hey, you didn't finish this yet shelf. <laughs> Is it labeled the "Hey, you didn't finish this yet" shelf? Uh, no. It should be. No, I, I just know where they're at. I haven't got a label gun yet. Okay. So those are the games we love to hate and hate to love. Let's see what you guys had to say. 
All right, so we asked same question of you guys. Any games that ever just had one glaring thing that you just couldn't love the game because of? Uh, Taylor said, yes, I have played Final Fantasy 13. Played, not finished. I so knew somebody else. I knew somebody else said that, yeah. Um, I, just, I, I'm with those two. Yeah, 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 you kids. Um, Taylor also said, one glaring but not massive flaw I noticed in Mario Kart 8 is no lap timers on anything but time tribal, trials. It's a racing game. It's all about lap times. I want to be able to gloat to my opponents about the large passage of time occurred between my victory and their shameful finish. I got this covered. Got this complete. I seen this, Taylor. I love you like somebody I don't know, but I actually do know you. <laughs> it's not a racing game. It's a kart racer. Huge difference. Racing game is like Ridge Racer, Forza, anything with real vehicles. You're in fuck. Uh, uh, um, Mario Kart 8 now has real Mercedes cars. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> you haven't seen the free yeah, DLC? The no. DLC. No. DLC excluded. And it's not a full Mercedes. It's like one of those Power Wheels Mercedes. <laughs> So back to what I was saying before Power Wheels Boy rolled it in. They're not real cars. It's, it, you're in a... F- <laughs> that's the sound of him going two and a half miles per hour. <laughs> burning, that's generous. Burning his plastic tires off as he goes. <laughs> but it's not a real racer. It's it's a fictional thing. You you are basically just... You can drive go- up walls, for God's sake. Yeah, you're going into Mario's world, and you just happen to be racing. So that's not a big thing. I understand not having lap times and stuff like that in real racing games, but the racing honestly is the, almost takes a backseat to the the whimsical and fun Mario aspect of that game. So I refute your problem. Wow. Um, Taylor, we're expecting a response to that. Yeah, bring it, buddy. Bring it. We haven't had a good email off in a while. I wish he didn't live in Texas, because I would, I would love to have him just, like, here, and you two talk racing games, and me and Charlie will just sit back and, like, compare notes or, and eat cookies. Yep. That'd be a great show. Charlie would be, like, seven beers in and be like, I need Taylor, to talk I more. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> I have an opinion about cars. Uh, my, my drinking... More wheels. No, see, more <laughs> less wheels and more hover wheels. <laughs> Here's my theory on that. And there's not enough cars run by Google. Charlie's talk, Charlie's talk time to drinking time would be reversed, so he would be just in the bag with me and Taylor talking about Just like sliding in the bag. I haven't said anything, and I'm 19 beers into this hour. Help me. God, let me talk. I have opinions. And my head's going to explode if, if, I don't, I, if I don't say them. Yeah, I'm being really honest here. If I don't talk now, we're talking alcohol poisoning. <laughs> you guys just let me know when you're done. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Keep good. Okay, good. So, Taylor, next time you're in town, um, let, let's have you on. I talk would love that. It'd be that nice to have a guy on my side for once and see so you guys going, yeah, they go around in circles. Fuck off. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. You go in eights in Mario Kart. Which is just two concentric circles. <laughs> Not concentric. Whatever. I know what I meant. Conjoined? Yes, that. Thank you, Charlie. Infinity. Uh, Sammy says, hazes. Enough said. Um, I'm not sure that is enough said because I have no idea what she's talking about. <laughs> um, that was a small title on PS2? Three. Three. That was a shooter? I think. I, I seen I it. When I read that, I was like... I've seen that cover. I have no idea what that cover is behind it. That was a guy with a really bright-ass yellow helmet that you would never put on a military person because 
So this is all making sense of why she said enough said. I've only finished one game ever, Diablo. The original? Uh, she didn't specify. So um, A Diablo. So yeah. Well, best of luck with uh, playing hazes. Although I think it's just haze, unless she means something else entirely, in which case I'm just going to ask for an explanation. But you know, a little bit more detail next time. A little bit more. Yeah, guys. Kidding. This is a vague book. Um, <laughs> that's a bad one. <laughs> Um, so Songbird, of course, emails in, but she says, sorry, no questions this time, guys, but I do have an answer. Now I'm sad. All right, I have a new answer. I have a new answer for the question. You know, the glaring detail is when Songbird sends an email in, and we don't get questions. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Um, so anyway, her, uh, her answer, she says, dear Vikings, just go and Technotronicorn. Besides the blatantly obvious Mass Effect 3 endings, I'll go with the gameplay of Super Paper Mario. Uh, that's the Wii game that went from 2D to 3D and back and yeah. so on. Uh, as someone who grew up playing the Paper series, I was really disappointed when it was announced the game wasn't going to be an RPG, but a 2D and sometimes 3D platformer. While it didn't ruin the game, it did sort of break the flow of the game. On one hand, you're, you hand your visual... You hand your usual simple Mario 2D slash 3D platforming, and in the other was a deep story normally used for your typical RPG. The two combined didn't complement each other. What's worse is we know that Miyamoto isn't much of a story person, so it makes me ponder if the game was set up to make us not like the text-heavy story because of the simplicity of the game. If you're going to make a Paper Mario game, it needs to be a traditional RPG and story, not forced, half-baked ideas. That's a hell of a conspiracy theory about Paper Mario, or Super <laughs> Paper Mario Wii, whatever it was. Super Paper Mario, yeah. Um, I really enjoyed Super Paper Mario, but I thought yeah. it was creative that it kind of brought platforming to, you know, a, a new dimension. <laughs> Nintendo, we're available. I'm pretty sure you stole it right off the box. I'm just saying. I wouldn't doubt yeah. it. Actually. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was part of the marketing. Yeah. So Nintendo, I'm available retroactively. <laughs> Yes, Nintendo Mike is available to read your boxes to you. <laughs> I mean, I am. In English, mind you. Um, what did um, that guy say to us? I don't know. He's reading some box. <laughs> um, I enjoyed Super Paper Mario. I agree it was disappointing that it wasn't an RPG. You know what I was more disappointed in with the Paper Mario games? The one on 3DS. The sticker one? The sticker star. Oh. I realized yesterday that I still own it, and I'm kind of ashamed because I hated it. You totally missed your window to get 19 cents for that. <laughs> now you can get 24. Oh, yeah, wait it out. Yeah. Wait it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, because it was like an RPG, but your attacks were limited to if you could find stickers. If there's one thing in RPGs is that you should never limit the amount of attacks you can do. Like, physically limit. Like, you can only attack as long as you have these stickers. That's stupid. It's like, what if I want to strategize and I want to just defend and pick away at him? Hold, hold on. I like the word, the fact that you strategize and finish the last sentence with stickers. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, doesn't everybody? No, because they're playing real RPGs that don't have stickers. You like you, Super Mario RPG. Yeah. <laughs> You, or great game. You any also, of the Super Sagas. You'll just make yeah. me think of another answer to the earlier question about, um, but it's also another Final Fantasy game. I really hated, um, I think it was um, Final Fantasy VIII, where you had to draw your magic from the, your the enemies. system, yeah. 
Um, yes, yeah. The um, where so you could literally run out of magic because you had to draw it from other enemies. Is yeah, that, that was annoying too. But yeah, I wasn't as sucked into the story in eight that I was in seven and nine. So yeah, that's true too. So, so yeah. Well, thank you, Songbird, for your email. Even though you're not asking us weird questions this hang week. Hang on, hang on. I got this. I'm I'm, I'm going to come up with a a Songbird esque question. Oh, go on. Okay. Um, Songacorn. I'm sorry. You're a Songacorn. No, okay. no. He's I'm a, a techno song of corn. A... <laughs> no, no. Maybe. Um, Are you turning into like a winged unicorn? No. <laughs> That's my final form. Um, <laughs> a pegasi. <laughs> okay. Um, hang on. I, 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 I have to channel Songbird here. Okay. Okay. So. Um... No, you, you can't channel Songbird. She has bad internet. You don't have bad internet. <laughs> You're the last person on earth that will ever That's why it's taking internet. me so long, because of her bandwidth. Um, if anything, you can just take over her IP. <laughs> Guess what? You guys... You're up to a good start. Guess what? You guys are now ghosts in the new Ghostbusters movie. Um, you have to base your, your ghosts around a historical character that was trapped in a painting book or other piece of literal fiction... What character would you pick, and what would your ghostly superpower be? That's not a horrible question, actually. <laughs> um, uh, uh, clearly, I would be um, Jesus from the Last Supper. <laughs> okay. Uh, big arms or not? Huh? Big arms or not? <laughs> big arms. Big arms, Jesus. Good choice. Good choice. <laughs> uh, goats. Uh, well, no, I, no, what would your what would your superpower be? Oh, your ghostly uh, superpower. Jesus. But you have, have to have Jesus powers. You, you don't get just God mode is not your power. You have to pick one. I'm a ghost. Uh, <laughs> damn it! You have to pick one specific ability. He would have big arms. <laughs> That's a deformity, not an ability. I can oh. long di- <laughs> long distance running. Long distance <laughs> slapping. I just, <laughs> oh, where did that come from, Kansas? Oh. <laughs> You just got human pimp slapped by Big Arms can Jesus. We, can we all imagine that Big Arms Jesus is like a stretch Armstrong doll? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's like, <laughs> you're just standing there and just bam! And your buddies are like, <laughs> pimp slap. <laughs> From BAJ. <laughs> or badge. Goat. Um, I don't know. I, I don't really read. I don't really watch. I don't really do a lot of things with like that kind of stuff. Okay, uh, I'll... <laughs> Let's see. I'd say, hmm. I don't know. I think that there's, I don't know, from like a movie or what, like what, fiction. What was it? So, 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 so you're a ghost, and you you mm. you come out of either a painting or other piece of li- uh, like literature. So, like, if it's a movie that came from a book, I'll I'll accept that. Okay. Um, <laughs> I could be that uh, that guy from Fifty Shades of Grey. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> What? My superpower would be washing your car. What is wrong with you people? I don't understand. That's a superpower? Exactly. We're, we're talking about cars, right? Yeah. Like cars, cars, yeah. like on four mm-hmm. wheels? Like that's, that's not, not a, youth- a pseudonym for anything? No. I just wash your car. Because I'm some jackass feel- in a woman's porn book who has no <laughs> fucking superpowers. <laughs> Songbird, can, I'm can, sorry. Can, can I say, by the way, at some point, through 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 Technotronic Corn Productions, we should have Goat reads Fifty Shades of Grey. 
God, no. What? No. <laughs> no, with his own commentary. Like, he doesn't have to, like, like he'll be like, and I'm going to put these in... Su- He's going to do what? <laughs> How do you he- park a Buick in a carport? <laughs> That's also worth noting, however, that Fifty Shades of Grey is like... Porn. Well, yes. It's choose-your-adventure porn. Well, no... It's considered highbrow porn because you have to read it, and women are more sophisticated than men. Okay, the joke I'm trying to make here, if you check your yap... (laughs) Fine. ...is that the stuff that happens in Fifty Shades of Grey is probably just an average Tuesday night for goat. What are you talking about? I got practice on Tuesday nights. It's Friday night. Right, I know. Whoa. Uh, I knew what I said. Oh, that, that, that video must have. Yeah, Fun you are no that. longer an administrator of our studio computer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, unless I get royalties off of seven dudes, one thimble. <laughs> <laughs> See, you guys all think uh, it's dirty. All we were doing is playing fucking bluegrass music. What the hell? Get your minds <laughs> on the gutter. Side note, I would love it if 29 Needles does a bluegrass song. Yeah, it'd be 29 grass fires or something. I don't know. <laughs> 29 thistles. So anyway, <laughs> Charlie, what's your answer to the question? Um, I've been so busy laughing at your guys' answer, I haven't had time to think of one. Um, I would say um, I would be... Well, I mean, if you're going to be Jesus, I'll be Moses. And yeah, okay. And, can, and, and and my ghostly superpower would be is that I would be able to split buildings in half like the Red Sea. <laughs> Just building Moses smash. <laughs> so you would be Moses, wait, yes. wait, so you would be a green Moses? Yes. Who used to be a scientist and only wears cut off shorts. <laughs> sure. Pleasure to, pleasure to meet you, Dr. Banner. <laughs> Moses Banner. Dr. <laughs> Moses Banner. Marvel. Marvel, make it happen. I want to see Hulk Moses. <laughs> Hulk Moses. <laughs> what you gonna do, brother? No, that's Hulk Hogan. Oh, that could be in there too. That's fine. Give him a ball. <laughs> I got these tablets, brother. What you gonna do, brother? Or, no, uh, I, <laughs> I screwed up my own damn joke. <clears throat> what you gonna do, Pharaoh, until you free my Jews? <laughs> he comes out with two tablets to say NWO on them. <laughs> wow. Anyway, <laughs> Songbird, I hope I did you proud. Wow. Do you have any others? I'm hoping you're saying no because that. that... I could come up with them. No, I. But I'll save them in case Songbird well, phones yeah, in another start, them. We need to start, you know, if we get cut off, we got to have a little pool of we don't need you, Songbird, but we really love you, Songbird, so don't cut us off. Yeah. Um, cool. Thanks, uh, Techno Songbird. Techno a tr- song a corn. Corn. Fucking whatever we just called you. It's a Technopegasus. <laughs> um, for your physical email, which is known as a analog. Speaking <laughs> question. Yes. Yeah, analog. Which is like an email, but more audible. <laughs> and you can't put it in your trash file. Okay. This, this horse is. I feel bad for him. He's been dead too long, and we're kicking him too much. <laughs> anyway, that's everything, right, gentlemen? Uh, next fun. week. Next week. I will not be here because I'll be held captive by a mouse and his minions. Um, or that's the story that I'm coming up with. Um, however, I will, uh, I, I will be at Gen Con August 15th through the 17th. If any of our listeners will be there, feel free to 
Um, keep an eye out for the six and a half foot tall, hairy metal thing wandering around. Um, and if you see Chewbacca, um, ask him where you're at. Ask him where I'm at. <laughs> um, I already have one friend that's apparently going to be there, and I told them told them I expect them to shout all hail at the top of their lungs because otherwise I'm probably not going to see them because they're like four feet tall. Not literally, but you know. Just follow the sound of the squealies. The squealies, yes. And the chugger, chugger, chugger. Yes. Anyway. Lesker, please. Huh? Lesker. <laughs> anyway. Um, Goat, you have shows coming up, don't you? Yeah. Do you remember anything about them? Uh, yeah, I do. I got one. Oh man, there's one. Do the thing. Uh, I have I have a, f- a good one that I know a lot about, which isn't a lot, and then I have another one that I know a little about, which is really a little. Show one <laughs> is August twenty second out at Nightcaps in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, we are playing with Approaching Dawn, Sinister Fate, and another band that escapes me. Um. Oh, yeah, I've heard of them. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, it's, uh, I mean, it's like three huge bands from the local Chicago scene in yeah. the city. So come cool. on out. It's like Irving Park and Elston area. Northsiders looking at you. Well, I'm talking to you. Uh, and, then, <laughs> and then the following night, August 23rd, we will be in Rockford back at Take 20 with That's All I Know. <laughs> gotcha. For more information, go to the 2019 Oh, yeah, Oh, and August 24th, me and VJ and Dan Hotke will be at the <laughs> Distance World Concert as patrons. So, patron with us. <laughs> sure! <laughs> Charlie, what is your beer this week? Uh, so, my, my, my choice this week is not a single beer, but a case of beers. Um, I'll explain why. Um, so, there's... Um, <laughs> Hang on. I have to, I have to look through the, the rules. Okay, you can do that. Please continue. <laughs> Thanks. Um, okay, so Sierra Nevada, um, which is one of the uh, larger and more popular craft brewers in the United States, did something called Beer Camp. Uh, basically, what they did is they got together with a whole bunch of uh, other popular, fantastic um, uh, craft breweries across the nation and did a whole bunch of collaborations of all different kinds, of all different styles. And so um, if you are if you are inter- if you are into craft beer, you already know about this. Um, if you are... If you are oh. craft beer curious, um, you and you have not quite heard about this, if you happen to see a um, orange and blue twelve pack of beer in a grocery store somewhere or a beer store or whatever that says beer camp on the side of it, buy it because it is it is incredibly hard to come by, and this is the only time they will ever do this. What this is is this is twelve different beers, each one a collaboration of a different style with a different brewery. And so far, Michelle and I have we've gone through maybe about four of them, and each one of them has been absolutely fantastic. I'm not going to pick out one in specific because I can't because they're just all great, wow. and, I, and I also haven't gone through them all to try them all to really you know pick out my favorite. But um, you know it's uh, you know if, if you manage to find one, I mean definitely grab one because if you don't, the next person who sees it is going to. So um, if you happen to find uh, Sierra Nevada Beer Camp, they all, it, just for clarification purposes, they also did make a, um, a, a double IPA that they're selling in, um, uh, in uh, I think they're 22-ounce bottles. Um, that is just, they're, they're, they're just calling Beer Camp a double IPA. That's, that's different. Um, so uh, if, you, yeah, if you see the, the, the box, get the box because the box is good. Buy the box, not the bottle. Uh, I mean, the bottle's good too, but definitely but, get yeah. the box. Cool. Yeah. Thank you, Charlie. Um, 
As always, you can support my music at patreon.com slash vikingjesus. Um, I just released today, um, by the way, a song, like half a song, um, for my patrons exclusively. Uh, I'm entering a contest through Square Enix for Final Fantasy music where they want people to perform the main theme from Final Fantasy and stuff like that. Um, That's going to be made into my first unofficial music video. And by unofficial, I mean official, but... Actually, I don't know what I mean. Um, <laughs> okay, good. Official for you, unofficial for Final Fantasy. Yeah, let's go with that. Um, so that'll be out sometime in the next few weeks. Um, but I released the uh, the arrangement of the Final Fantasy theme ahead of time on my Patreon exclusively to my patrons. Um, literally like 20 minutes before I came to the show today. So you're missing out if you aren't a patron. And for those... Of you who are, I really appreciate it. If, if somebody signs up now, do they get the stuff you've already released? How does I that work? I think so. Okay. Um, I email. I emailed the guys because uh, I had a bunch of questions because their FAQ was mostly geared towards the people actually backing, mm-hmm. like the, the like the patrons and stuff like that. Okay. So I emailed them with a bunch of questions like, "How does this work? How does this work? How does this work?" And they're just like, "Easy, calm down. Okay, <laughs> you'll get everything previously because those posts that I put up the, for like the downloads and stuff like that, those never go away. So all it is is they'll oh, go, okay. they'll go back through like the wall and stuff like that, and it's just like, oh, I want this one download. I want this one download. You know, stuff. So stuff like that. Gotcha. Cool. So, um, and as I mentioned, I will not be on the show next week, so these guys are running everything. Um, <laughs> see, I don't have to worry. You have a vein throbbing right here. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> and I'm here next that, week. <laughs> that was uh, Charlie getting progressively louder, and every time I thought he was stopping, he was getting louder. So, are you I, okay? I, I, oh, I'm just fine. See, I can't worry about coming back the week after and seeing the studio in ashes because it's... Your house. So if this is in ashes, there's a lot more to be worried about than just, oh, the studio's not there anymore. You are correct. You do not need to worry about that. Yes. (laughs) I'd be more worried about the studio not being in ashes and what he's capable of doing on the internet in your absence. Charlie's giving me a really devious smile, and it kind of worries me, but I don't care. I'll be in magic land all week. Um... So these guys are running the show. They're they're keeping me in the dark as far as uh, any plans and things like that. So it'll be uh, as much a surprise to me as it is for you guys. Um, but I imagine um, everything will still be you know newsy and mailbaggy and it's becoming an annual uh, annual show. Yeah, I, I v- a... VJcation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was last year about yeah. this time too. Interesting. Um, <laughs> cool. So uh, so definitely tune in. I will be just to make sure that. Charlie's not being devious. Um, no. All I'm saying is I'm going to greenlight everything he says. And with that, 
If you like what you hear, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash GamerHeadRadio. Follow us on Twitter at GamerHeadRadio. I'm at Viking Games Live. He's at Sir Goatsworth. He's at T-E-K Charlie. We're on Google+. We're on Stitcher Radio. We're on iTunes. We're on our own website, GamerHeadRadio.com. We're on Google Play with the official GamerHead Radio app. Please download it. It's free. Um, whatever it is on whatever avenue you listen to us on, please upvote us, plus one us, five star us, like us, whatever it is, and so on. Um, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, quandaries, or conundrums for us, you can email us at editors at GamerHeadRadio.com, or you can call the official GamerHead Radio hotline, which, depending on how Charlie gets through editing, I've already mentioned in the show, um, <laughs> you can call the official hotline at 94926-GAMER, uh, and as well, you can also get a hold of us on any of the previously mentioned social media functions. Functions? I said that last week, didn't I? Functions. Yeah, whatever. By the way, guys, for the past couple episodes, you've heard us with real, actual people supporting us and sponsoring us. Um, if you would like to be one of those people, uh, feel free to shoot us an email. Um, goat handles all the business affairs, um, so shoot an email to goat at GamerHeadRadio.com, um, and he'll, uh, he'll get you all set up. We love being able to um, spread your guys' message and stuff like that and you know, be able to support each other and stuff like that, so... This episode of Gamerhead Radio is brought to you by Gamerhead Radio because your ad could be here. <laughs> this has been Gamerhead Radio. This is a good time to mention that next week we'll be starting our AM. Um, our AM? Our AM, yes. We'll be starting our stand-in uh, tech engineer for these moments when Charlie uh, and... When, for, for when these moments when duty calls for um, Charlie and his brood. <laughs> duty. And live duty and live duty. Literally. <laughs> Pyro um, is dropping a deuce as we speak. Uh, so if you'd like to enter into our backup tech engineer, uh, send us a voicemail at 94926Gamer, which won't happen. Because this will be edited. Because this will be, not only will this be edited, but no one uses the voicemail. Yeah. There's probably a tongue lashing involved here. <laughs> uh, 